Halo win the war. This is the Geek Confidential Podcast. We're here to discuss Halo on Paramount Plus, the long gestating, long in development series based on the very popular Xbox franchise. What did you think of the pilot? And welcome. <laughs> I love, love those two part questions, Luke. So I excel at two part questions. <laughs> so yeah, uh, by long gestating. You weren't kidding, because I mean, we've got how many? We didn't even talk about the the back end of, of Halo. The of its development is 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 quite fascinating in and of itself. You know, it was originally. And go, supposed feel to, free to go in, into that. Well, I was gonna, just going to mention that, you know, it, it was originally developed to be on Showtime, and which which I I think about it, it's well when I put it in perspective that. Stargate SG-1 was originally on uh, Showtime before it eventually uh, made its way to uh, uh, Sci-Fi. So so when I think about it like that, it kind of makes sense. And Showtime does have another another genre science fiction show that's coming soon, uh, The Man Who Fell to Earth. When you look at it, 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 it does feel like it fits more along alongside um, the Star Treks on Paramount Plus. And it, it, yeah, so, so I think that overall, I think what we get in the finished product is is it's it's a good looking show. Um, I mean, the special effects are not. Um, you know, it's certainly not cheap by any stretch of the imagination. But what I think but that you can tell there are a fair number of green screens involved. Oh yeah, yeah, you can. But the thing is, is what what this show Halo does, and what I think that the fans of the franchise wanted, it captures the spirit of it, and it does so really, really well. Um, you know, the first episode, you know, we get a lot of backstory. With you, you, you know, um, these insurrectionists, you know, on on this planet, um, Drogal, and you know, they're learning about their society and and learning about you know the Spartans and the UNSC and 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 what they they think of them before you know they're under attack and and basically wiped out by the Covenant, only to be saved. Not really. Uh, by by the the Spartans led by Master Chief, and I have to say, when they drop the Spartans in there, I mean it feels like you're playing that game. When Master Chief hits that ground, yep. When yep. he, I mean, you jump. You if you are a fan of the franchise, even if you don't know, even if you've never played Halo, you've seen the cut screens. You so it's wild. I have a confession about Halo. 
I am terrible at first person shooter games. Terrible. Like possibly the worst person you'll ever meet at um, when it comes to playing games at first person shooters. I never got out of the <laughs> starter area <laughs> on Halo. And so for me, like I totally get the element of like being dropped in because it was very like I was like, oh, this is the best adaptation or conversion of a video game experience to television I've seen in a very long time. But once we got past that, like once we got into the episode, I was like, this is all new because I'm so bad at first person shooters. Well, Well, you know, I'm certainly no no expert myself i mean i've played some halo i i can certainly appreciate again as you said you know they make sure that you you have the experience of playing the game what uh when they're when they're taking out uh covenant aliens and so forth you know when the headshots it it literally feels like you're playing playing the game so i mean they and it as a as a fan you get those kind of easter eggs so so don't so I felt like I was just kind of on this adrenaline rush thinking I was playing the game, to be perfectly honest, doing that sequence. Uh, the major characters that we were introduced to, uh, Master Chief, which who is portrayed by Pablo Schreiber, uh, we have Dr. Catherine Halsey, played by Natasha McElhone. We have Quan Ha, who's played by Yaron Ha. We've got some of the other characters, like Admiral Margaret Perengoski, she's portrayed by Shabana Azini. We also find out that um, there is a connection between Dr. Miranda Keys and Halsey. It's her mother, it turns out. I was very interested in like the interfamilial dynamics that were played out because you have Miranda interact with her father and then you find out that the very cutthroat uh dr halsey is her mother what did you think of the original the characters that we were first introduced to i feel like we don't well we spend a fair amount of time with them but uh outside of uh of catherine halsey i don't feel like I feel like a lot of them are ciphers, to be perfectly honest, with, with possibly the the exception of uh, her daughter, uh, with, with uh, Miranda, because at least with with Miranda, we kind of see, you know, there's this competitiveness there, and right. and okay, so so I can see where that storyline could potentially be going. We see a little bit of that that father daughter dynamic with 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 her, her uh, between Miranda and, and her father, Jacob. And, you know, and, it, but it is kind of odd though, in terms of like a chain of command type thing. <laughs> like here's I this got whole... so confused by that chain of command. I was like, <laughs> yeah, it, it was. So it's like, I get, I mean, I, I'm just assuming. So based on the interactions between, um, um, Admiral, uh, Prangoski and Halsey, it's like Halsey just answers to Prangoski and that Miranda and Jacob are, you know, they're a whole other section. I mean, right. There, it, it seems like 
Halsey is like the experimental division just in charge of the Spartans. And then her husband or her baby's daddy, baby daddy is part of the standard military. That's the impression that I got. Yeah, I, that that's that's the impression that I'm, I'm getting, too. And, and so. So but I just feel like, you know, we spent um, so much of time with Quan and everyone on her planet, everyone in her colony. Honestly, I thought more more folks from her colony would have escaped. Right, and I was really pissed that her dad was killed. No, yeah, I really liked her father, and they spent all this other time building up some of those characters, which I, I do think and is... And then they slaughtered them all. They slaughtered, which, which in and of itself is a very interesting move, you know, to literally drop the aliens, the Covenant in, they wipe out Men, women, children. It didn't. I, I thought. I just assumed that um, the Spartans would arrive and save the children in time. No, the children got mowed down. They got burned. I was just shocked. But it, it, I, I just do feel like, even though it helps us, the viewer, other understand Quan's motivations, right, and and creates a really good backstory for her helps with in addition to you know we get you know we get a little snippet of master chief's backstory like and then spending a bit of time pairing the two together i i i do think it comes at the expense of developing some of the other characters particularly maybe some of the other uh spartans because they they really came across as ciphers you know, and 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 that's kind of a shame. I, I guess I was thinking that we'd get a bit more personality for them, and it would be kind of like um, the Bad Batch, the okay. Star, Star Wars ba- Bad Batch, <clears throat> in, in terms of, and that that could still come because again, this is only the first episode. We've got eight more, and they've got, and they were directed basically to, near the end of the pilot. They were supposed to protect Master Chief, basically. Yes. And so we're getting the bad, like, I feel like the bad batch is coming. Uh, Before we leave the um, resistance base, I do want to say that I felt that the only thing missing from that slaughter was Sean Bean. I was like, if he would have been there, it would have been perfect. Because, I mean, his characters get killed off so early in television seasons that I was like, we're we're just missing Eddard Stark. That's all we're missing in this slaughter. Well, what we do get now, we do... They do flash him on the screen, though. Um, Burn Gorman, who uh, was I in was Game of Thrones. I was going to bring that up. He Not only was he in Game of Thrones, but Mo, you should be going way back on this well, one. Torchwood. Torchwood, so, Owen so, Harper. Yeah. Well, of course, Torchwood. But, you know, I, I was I was trying to keep it, you know, some somewhat contemporary because, you know, Torchwood was. Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying that Torchwood is old and outdated? No, no, here's he, all right. Well, no, I will say that Tor- <laughs> no, 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 it was the 15th anniversary of Torchwood last year, and so you know, we 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 may Sorry, have I couldn't help teasing well, you no, no, because no, you no, sort no. of set yourself up for I that one. I did set myself up for that one, I, I, and I got now I'm trying to defend myself. So, <laughs> so you know, we Captain have- Jack was just in Doctor Who a couple uh, last season, so you can't say that it's like. 
old and outdated. Owen Harper might still be out there walking in the bottom of the sea. <laughs> yes. So, I, okay, you got me there, Luke. You got me. You got me. Um, so we got a bit. We got we got a little bit of burn as this revolutionary, um, this revolutionary leader. You know, sort of stoking the the flames of uh, of freedom for the outer plant, those outer colony worlds. I'm imagining, I'm, I'm certain we'll get more of him in, in subsequent episodes. So, you know, they, they've laid a bit of groundwork there for, for the one character who, you know, I didn't expect to see, but I'm glad that they get, did give us a piece of her was Cortana, which is a, you know, a key halo character. Um, I, I think we got a lot of the building blocks and the building pieces. I, well, I, I do think that the, the episode could have been a, a tad bit shorter. I, I don't know. I don't know. Why. I don't know that it could have been. I don't know that it could have been shorter. I felt like this was them moving chess pieces into place in order to play out a very long strategy to win. That's what it felt like. Everything that was being done was one. We need to establish the resistance. We need to establish Master Chief. We need to establish Quan. And we need to, like, we have to establish all these characters in disparate areas with disparate um, motivations, and we have to try and bring them together. And so, like, I feel like it took the right amount of time. I was never bored with the episode, ever. I was never bored with the pilot. But I was like, this, I expect future episodes to move even faster because they did so much setup in the pilot. Okay. Okay. That's fair. And I think, I think for me, probably, I think what it is, is that it goes back to the amount of time that they spent setting up Quan's community only for them to be slaughtered. Uh, And I, and I get that, but I feel like they also have, if we want to, if they want us to care at an iota about Quan, you can't just have Quan be there and be this character who is introduced only through if they had had her basically just show up and be the only survivor after the attack and not have given us anything prior to that to bring her into us caring about the loss of her father her the loss of her friends they needed to be able to establish that motivation in order for us to care about her for the rest of the season otherwise we may not necessarily fully embrace the loss that was that she's experienced that's how i took it okay okay i i i no no no. i I can i definitely can can see that but i I wonder do you think that uh and that uh kwan and and miranda will end up being friends or allies because it was it was really funny that they were really trying to force this and it and it completely backfired Huh. On on the UN UNSC, which I thought was somewhat hilarious, uh, but but yeah, do you feel like there's going to be like because they're about they're roughly the same age and so but do you think there's going to be a bit of bonding? I I think what they've done is they've set up these two characters to be frenemies mm-hmm. who can relate to each other at certain points, but who have very divergent motivations and will be kind to each other when necessary 
but will also go toe to toe. I mean, the fact that we're setting up Miranda when she finds out what's going on um, with trying to kill Quan and Master Chief, and when he doesn't follow the order, and then you start to see the repercussions of Miranda's empathy. Mm-hmm. If you want to put it that way. And I think that that's an interesting dynamic. I don't think that we're going to necessarily see her f- go full born or uh, full bore rebel, but I think that she might become an insider for the rebels. Okay. If that makes sense. I mean, <laughs> I sort, I sort of feel that that would be the direction they're taking her. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I was just wondering, and I was thinking like, it, yeah, she would be certainly much more a bit empathetic because we've already, we already saw that. And uh, I just, I, I just made that natural connection. I was just curious about about your thoughts on it. I do feel like you know, we're 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 certainly getting that uh, Mandalorian baby Yoda, uh, yes. lone wolf and cub relationship between. Well, a lone wolf and cub uh, s- uh, s- story arcs, uh, not cliche because it's not cliche, but trope. There we go. Uh, a lone wolf and cub trope is an excellent trope. It y- y- and I think that the two characters. I think Pablo Schreiber did a great job um, in the few scenes that we had towards the episode, the end of the episode, where he's actually out of his mask. But I thought that they did a good job, and I was I was very shocked when we find out that he's the one who killed Quan's mother. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that was that was not something I was expecting in this episode. So the fact that she could, A, she could identify her mother's killer without seeing him out of the suit means that there was something identifiable, uh, identifiable or memorable about his specific suit from the previous her previous experience with him. It, because for me, a lot of times, at least in the game and watching stuff, the Halo um, suits... And maybe it's just because I didn't get further in the game to be able to understand all the nuances. That's entirely possible. But like they're basically just the same thing unless you are looking at slightly different color variations. And so in my mind, I'm thinking, how does she know that this is the specific person who did this? And so I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah, and I, I, I think I, I think it is about the 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 color variation between the, the suits. Um, but, and there could be more, and I'm sure that there's going to be a bit more because to me that why to me, it just, there, I think as a narrative structure, because if you want to create, you know, here's this, you know, there's this animosity, but at the same time, there's going to, be some sort of bond that the two are going to uh, maybe long down long long down the road some even some sort of uh, uh, familiar bond uh, between the pair. You know, it, 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 I think it creates a bit more tension between them and more obstacles for them to overcome if there is, you know, like like you said, ha- having her. Master Chief be her mother's killer and her being so specific about that. Excuse me. Anything else that jumped out at you about this, the pilot? 
We'll come back. We'll have to do a. We'll have to circle back and do an episode once the season wraps. Maybe we'll do a season wraps reactions podcast in which we discuss Discovery, Picard, Halo as a freewheeling, fast-paced um, <laughs> episode of Geek Confidential, where we we discuss all the wrap-ups of the season. But what what else stood out for you amongst it that we haven't touched on? Well, I I I think well I. Th- I think that, um, again, we, we really hadn't touched upon the covenant and, um, you know, I, I, I appreciate the fact that we're, we're getting a bit of information and backstory about their species and about, um, their society, which I think it's, it's, it's always nice (laughs) in, in one of these, uh, sci-fi shows where the alien invading species is just not nameless invaders. Right. We, we understand their motivations a bit more. And, and I I do appreciate them taking the time to do that. I'm assuming that the device that was found in the cave is the halo device. That's just my presumption. Do you think that the pilot well-established or established well, why the covenant, needs it or why the Spartans should be so focused on it or why Halsey is so interested in it. Because for me playing out, it wasn't until that last scene with the covenant where it didn't feel more than like an accidental thing for master chief and Halsey's team and the Spartans to have, come across it it was like they didn't know it was there they didn't know it existed they only found out because they were tracking um the covenant and now they've got it It, it, did that seem a little bit too convenient for you or do you think that the way this artifact was set up as the motivation for everything do you think that it seemed logical because for me it seemed a little bit accidental well i i mean I I think with you've kind of got to give them a little rope here, because they could always go back, fill in, you know, do some additional backstory later. Right. And I and, feel and like we're going to be up. getting. A, I feel like we're going to be getting a lot of flashbacks about that as the season progresses. But I will say I think that it was smart of them to introduce Deuce it sooner rather than later because that's again some one of those easter eggs one of those things that fans are going to be looking for so if you're if you're already plugged into the franchise you're going to be looking for key things if you give them those key things it's highly probable that they're going to continue watching right you're not going to have you're not going to have um people keyboard rage about (laughs) such and 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 such isn't accurate yeah yeah And, and 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 with Paramount Plus already, you know, renewing this for a second season, and my understanding is there's going to be a new showrunner uh, for the for the next season. You know, they know that they've got to lay a Paramount Plus and, and the production team knew that they had to lay down a fairly solid foundation so that folks would be invested. Right. Right. They they need. How do I put this? In in another in another sense, they need this to be a sci-fi Yellowstone. 
so that they mm. could so that they could uh, cre- later create an 1883. <laughs> <laughs> Halo 1883. <laughs> it, you know what? But again, 2583. Halo 2583. But but it really wouldn't surprise me, like. You know, it, a smart move would be trying to figure out how to franchise this out. I mean, like they've done it with again. If they if they're doing it with Yellowstone, and, and in my understanding, they're they're trying to develop other spinoffs. They've got uh, Star Trek. Um, well, and- I mean, it, it, just think about it from the purely Star Wars Mandalorian thing. They could do an entire series based on just the Resistance side. Mm-hmm. And yeah. because. Because what I thought was interesting about it, the the way the the pilot premiered was, it's about the Spartans versus the Resistance, and then all of a sudden you have a third factor, a wild card, the Covenant that's thrown in. That's the way the episode played out for me. It wasn't like the Spartans and the Covenant had been going to war for all this time. It was Spartans versus Resistance. And so I think that there's... I think that Halo the series will definitely focus more on the Spartan side of things and that the resist it will be Spartans versus Covenant with resistance mixed in. But I think that there would be an opportunity to tell a story of, say, her now dead father. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, him being dead, her mother having been killed previously, there's a lot. Now, I'm going to make a statement here, and I don't want to have the negative commentations that come with this, but you could almost do a Caprica. Oh. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Any I final mean, thoughts on Halo, the pilot, on Paramount no. Plus? <laughs> no, just my final thought is is that I, I think there's enough here. Like, whether you are already built in into and a big if you're already a fan of the franchise and if you only know about halo through a social context associations you've you've just seen it bantered about because god knows microsoft <laughs> will lean into whether it's cortana or, or any other halo like tropes when it when it can i think that there is some something there for for science fiction fans, uh, particularly if you if if you have uh, Paramount Plus and and you're getting it, you know, for Yellowstone or oh, well not Yellow, for the Star Trek shows, um, you know, this or is another. If additive. it's me, it's Star Trek Dragway Race. I did. I have watched most of 1883. I'm finding that surprisingly, Paramount Plus, which was the afterthought app, has now sort of become the one that I'm watching most consistently because of how the shows that they're putting out plus the way that they release the episodes Mm. i'm like i'm watching a lot of these okay and then they moved they moved um seal over there too seal team seal team right so they moved seal over there and or seal team over there and i love david boreanaz so i of course had to follow that over there so i'm like they've got way too many shows that i actually like and that's how i discovered um uh, ghosts like after you mentioned it on the podcast i went and was able to marathon ghosts on paramount plus and so now i'm just watching it on paramount i don't even record it on my dvr okay 
Yeah, I, I know. I was gonna say when you brought up SEAL Team, that actually actually kind of complement Halo. You know, gets right. The, 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 it, it does complement SEAL. Uh, Team. Imagine uh, David Boreanaz in Halo. Well, you know, SEAL Team's gonna end at some point. I mean. <laughs> Like, right, know, he could he could do a spinoff. Boreanaz always seems to to, to Bo- find another listen, job. Listen, between Buffy, Bones, SEAL Team, that man has been employed consistently more than pretty much any television yeah, I... actor that we know of. Because mm-hmm. everybody else takes big gaps. Nope, that man he rolls in series, long running series after long running series. series. On that note, we'd encourage you to comment on this episode at Geek Confidential's Facebook group. You can find the link at geekconfidential.com. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash dcconfidential. Find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash dcconfidential. You can find me on Twitter at Luke underscore Kerr, and Mo is at Dr. Mo 77 We thank you for listening. Until next time, so long. Pew, 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 pew. Right? We need Belle. We need <laughs> Belle. If only she watched it. So long.